Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists. Hello and welcome to Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists with me, Diana O'Carroll. This week, what's swimming in the great Olympic-sized pool of human genetics? Here's Derek from Japan. Hi. My question is, should we be worried about the future of the human genome? And what I mean by that is, we no longer reproduce based on the strongest survive. Medical science has gone to a point where many people live to adulthood who would have never lived 50, 100, 300 years ago. Severe genetic problems that used to not allow those people to grow to adulthood are now easily solved, yet we pass those on to our children now. So should we be worried about what's happening to the human genome and is there anything we can do about it? Thanks. Is modern medicine having a greater effect than natural selection would? Hello. My name's Professor Bill Amos, and I'm based in the zoology department in Cambridge University. This is an interesting question, but I'm afraid many of the aspects really are quite unresolved. Perhaps we could start with the problems with births. Humans, of course, have been evolving larger and larger brains for a while now, which gives them larger skulls, and this, of course, can present problems during the birth process. These days we can use caesarean section... The key point here is that it's only going to become an increasing problem if those children born by caesarean section are born, grow up and have larger families than on average. And this is a recurrent theme. So, for example, individuals with spina bifida, this is a rare genetic disease, if they also grow up, again, this is only going to become an increasing problem if they themselves then have larger families. And it's almost certainly not the case that this would happen with most genetic defects. I think perhaps more interesting is the question of the immune function, the genes that help us fight disease. And here I think there may be an interesting issue. In developing countries where there's much less access to medical treatment and antibiotics, many children die through infections that are potentially preventable. This in theory, removes some of the individuals with weaker or poorly attuned immune systems from the population. But in the Western culture, where more medicine is present, these individuals would grow up. So what happens to them in Western culture? My best guess is that these are the people who are likely most prone to asthma and allergies, since these are potentially reflections of a poorly tuned immune system, and that is what we might predict these have. 
So modern medicine might change who lives and who dies, but as the human population is so large, the overall effect on the gene pool shouldn't be species-altering. And this is because the number of people either being born by caesarean section or surviving in spite of inherited diseases aren't likely to breed in greater numbers than the rest of the population. Human immune function, however, may change through time. And on the forum, Clifford Kay very interestingly pointed out the other side, in that the technology to abort fetuses with chromosomal abnormalities exists, and that sperm donors can be selected on the basis of what we consider to be positive attributes. And from one pair of perfect partners to another, cheese and wine. Hello, Naked Scientists. My name's Tom. I'm originally from the UK, but I currently live in Wellington, New Zealand. I'd like to know where the taste of some food complement each other so well, for example, cheese and wine. Thanks very much, and keep up the great show. Blessed are the cheesemakers. But why? Answers to chris at thenakedscientist.com. You can write on the forum at thenakedscientist.com forward slash forum. You can Facebook us, or you can Twitter at Naked Scientists. Question of the Week is part of the Naked Scientists podcast and supported by the Wellcome Trust and UK Fast. Look us up online at nakedscientists.com. Thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.